0: on today's graze the rim we are finishing up round one of the playoffs lakers lost we all lost just cancel cancel the postseason but anyway we'll look forward to the round two matchups we'll give our lines to pick who wins each series so lock up your dogs
1: We are back. We are live. Welcome to the Graze the Rim podcast. This is Graze the Rim Playoff Edition. Playoff Edition. It is the evening of June fourth, Friday, June fourth. We are recording right on the eve of Dallas Clippers Game Six. So we don't know how that ends up, but uh, we're talking playoffs, and uh, this is a tough upset. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, not gonna beat around the bush. This I is know. this is a tough one to get up and do. You know. But that's what the greats um, do; they bounce back. That's they get right. Up when the, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, as Nelly would say, uh, "If hard work pays off, then easy work is worthless." I think that's the line from the that's song. It. Okay, uh, by the great Nelly. I think yeah, I think uh, that's in this song. Listen for it at the it, end of this episode. <laughs> but by, by Logan <laughs> Martin. But yeah, so obviously, with the Lakers' loss, it's not fun. It sucks. Uh, we're gonna look at the bright side of things. So, like you said, yeah. this is you know what, this is like. Seth, this is like. If you break your leg in the middle of a season, it's like, well, at least I don't have to get up for early morning conditioning anymore. Ooh. You know, that's I actually us did right that. right now. I actually did that with my <laughs> foot. That that's the true. Part of it. <laughs> no more, yeah. So, yeah. So, that's us right now because uh, I have much less stake in the playoffs now than I did. So, like you mentioned before, off pod, that we can just sit back and enjoy basketball. That we're, yes. we're much less um, opinionated on who wins and more enjoying the yeah, game. just cheering for good basketball.
0: Now, I will say I'll feel a lot better if the Mavs win. I will enjoy it. The whole thing? Even more.
1: No, 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 no. Just tonight. Tonight. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's yeah. true. I Talks was going to say, about the whole thing. as long as the Nets don't win the championship, yeah. uh, it would yeah. be tough to win for me. Yeah. So, so, I guess that's my one bias. But, uh, okay. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're going to go through the series, and also, this will be the... Last app before round two starts. So we're going to kind of preview round two series while we're here. But we're wrapping up most of these series. There's one more still happening. Like I said, that's tonight. But uh, we're going to... I don't know. We're just going to go. I'm sad. I'm Whatever. Go. It's fine. Uh, 1-8, Utah-Memphis. I didn't make any notes. That's this okay. Is <laughs> it's just... there's There wasn't I, that much happening. G-
0: game one was a fluke and it gave everyone false hope that this Grizzlies team could... I mean, Maybe most of these games the were
1: competitive.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: But none of them, none of them came down to it. None of them felt like the, um, you know, Utah didn't steal any of these games. No. They were all, you know, wins by Utah. When and Mitchell came back, uh, the last game especially was it was like thirty points at half. Like you blinked and it was over. And yeah, it was thirty-five. Yeah, they were up thirty-five. They were after the first quarter. They were forty-seven to twenty-seven. So. <laughs> Was, uh, there was no point in putting that game on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, I didn't. I didn't watch the second of it. I had no. There's no reason to, like you said. So uh, Utah moves on. They play. Do, I mean, do you have anything else about this series? I mean, good job, Memphis. No, I want. I just want to give credit
0: to to the Grizzlies. People, people did not expect them to make the playoffs. They definitely didn't expect them to to get a game against the one seed. So I think they deserve credit for that. John Morant really looked at times like the best player in the series. Also, didn't expect that uh just the talent is too much on the Utah Jazz so in the end the better team is going to win at least in this case but i don't think that it, it's not a negative for the grizzlies i think they they'd be happy with this outcome if you told them that at the beginning of the year they they're going to win a playoff
1: game yeah i mean Utah'd been here before they they had taken their lumps they've had their first run exits and they were the you know the best team in the regular season for a reason
2: they like i right. said
1: utah or memphis did well to get here and you know they'll be looking to build on it next year but this is a one eight. It was a it was a one eight matchup. So the winner is Utah. Utah moves on the second round. They play. Oh, we need to update. Um, so you win. Well, you win the whole West in our pickle. Let's yes, get a clean of right sweep now. of the West. So, so um, yeah. This was Utah in five and a half. You took the under. So Utah in five or less, and they won in five. And they play the winner of the only undecided series, which is the um, Dallas Mavericks, Los Angeles Clippers. And you've already won this one too because I picked Clippers in six and the Clippers yeah. have lost three games. So that is impossible. Clippers in six or less. And I, I said, if if the Clippers win this series and don't cover my spread, I'm going to be so pissed <laughs> that the Clippers win in seven. That, yeah, is, that like is, they, they live the to real life. Nightmare anyway, so. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, but we'll talk about this. So when we left off, it was 2 2. The Clippers had stormed back, winning two games in a row at Dallas, and it looked like Mm -hmm. the Mavericks had no answers because Luka was already playing. Luca was the best player in the series, and he was playing like it. He hadn't really had an off game. In Game 4, he had an off game, but everybody on the city of Dallas had an off game (laughs) Yeah. in Game 4. The Game 3 that that the Clippers won, they overcame a great Luka game, and so it felt like, did the Mavericks have answers for them? And I, I mentioned that I love... In Game Seven series, the adjustments made from game to game, and I'm not I'm not one of those guys that like sits with a notepad, rewatching film to see if, oh, are they eighty seven percent of the time they trapped this ball screen now only fifty percent they're <laughs> hedged like I'm not I'm not getting that into the adjustments that they're making, but the obvious adjustments that any idiot could see I can I like because I'm any idiot and I could see it Zubac the center for the Clippers Zubach, was getting killed in the first two games in the. Uh, in the pick-and-roll, getting switched to Luca. Game three and four, the Clippers went small. They started basically four wings. And uh, mm. really it kind of took away that – or went hyper-switching and kind of took away Luka's advantages. And And it looked like the Clippers didn't have an answer. The clip, are <laughs> looked like the Mavericks didn't have an answer. I'm so bad at that, that I keep – I always mix up names. In context. Everyone knew what I meant. Anyways. Yes. So game five, the Mavericks came out and said, if you want to play small – that's fine. We already can't guard you. So we'll just play ultra big and make sure you can't guard <laughs> us. Do you know this? It was, they started bobby Boba Marjanovic started at the five yeah. in place of Kleba, right? I think he was the one that came off the bench. Kleba came off the bench. Yeah. It was the second tallest average height of a starting lineup in playoff history. This this Dallas Mavericks starting lineup was. So uh, it was awesome. I loved it. I, I mean, Boby wasn't great. Like he didn't, he didn't uh, totally change the series, but they went zone. Because, because it felt like the whole goal of the Mavericks was to disrupt Kawhi. Because Kawhi had been awesome mm-hmm. and super efficient all series. And they kind of did that in Game 5. I've been talking for like two minutes. Do you want to say anything?
0: Yeah, no, I I, <laughs> I, I loved it. I loved okay. the Boby insertion. It was hilarious from my standpoint. But but somewhat effective, honestly. It, it's hilarious. He's 7'4", first of all. And He looks taller. He does. He, he does. looks taller. And I think than... it's his hands because the ball looks like oh, a Nerf ball in his hands. Massive hands, massive arms. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just he can't get off the floor. But when he gets a rebound, everyone's just like kind of raking at the ball. He loses the ball all the time. Like if he just kept it above his head the entire time. Yeah. Oh, it has gotta drive <laughs> any any
1: high school coach trying to teach yes. their
0: uncoordinated center to keep the ball high. Right. No, I I loved it. Also, that the stat you said about the second tallest lineup. Did you see who the first one was? No, I just I heard that on something. I didn't see. It what was to know. it was another Mavericks lineup, but somehow involved. I think it involved like Sean Bradley at center, and Dirk was playing the three. Oh, I <laughs> love <then> that. Another, <laughs> some other huge guy. <laughs> four. So what's well, so sh- seven five? Sean Bradley, right? Yeah, I don't remember what he is. Yet. Massive, uh, yet. Yeah, massive. Yeah, yeah. Luca took almost forty shots in game five, and I think that's just the recipe. It's live and
1: die with Luca. I mean, I mean, I just, thirty-seven shots, fourteen assists, and you don't know how yes. many passes he made. To shots that missed, so like the offense, like you can't hyperbolize how much the offense is running through mm-hmm. Luca on this Mavericks team.
0: Yes, uh, <laughs> Tim Hardaway had a fantastic start to the series and has cooled down since. Uh, but he was six of nineteen in Game Five, and you win. That's got to be at least somewhat reassuring. If if he's if the guy that was a big X factor in games in the wins in one and two plays bad, I mean, he still had twenty points in this game, but. If he's not shooting the ball as well, and you're still gonna win, that's got to be a little confidence boost for you as well. Uh, Luca and Tim Hardaway were the only players in double digits in this game, in which they scored 105
1: points. So I mean, you, you can't it helps when Luca has almost 50. You, <laughs> has you you honestly at this point you can't you can't undervalue just how special of an offensive talent Luca is. That he it's I mean, he's the best player, best offensive player in the playoffs right now, and I don't think it's I mean I don't know, maybe Dame or Jokic, but. Or Kevin Durant. But uh, who cares? I'm just like – what we're seeing on a night-to-night basis in terms of everything about the offense is running through one person and they're having success against a supposedly great defensive team. Right. It's just – It's. I mean, it's incredible. It's amazing. The amazing. The, the guy's 21 in his third season. He's getting a lot of young LeBron comparisons. And he should be because in place of just insane athleticism, he's I, – I mean, you see the best – like – He's playing quarterback out there. The way he reads defenses and controls the pace of play, and just the incredible high usage, and he's not making bad reads that often. That it's it's I know. it's really unlike we talk anything the, we've seen.
0: Is we that about the LeBron comparison? And and they have the same amount of first-round playoff losses as well. That's okay. <laughs> Good, thank you. It just took uh, just took LeBron what sixteen years <laughs> to do it. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. I'm hoping they win. Let's pretend that they win for a sec. Okay. Let's look at the Jazz Mavericks matchup, if it were to happen. Yeah, I do don't... You, do you want to pick... Do, well, do you want to start by picking? Do you want to...
1: Oh, yeah, how... Uh, I think it's you. It'd be me. Okay. Yeah, because um, I picked the one seed in the West the first round. So you picked the one seed in the okay. West this round. Um, so if it's Jazz Mavericks... Yeah, I want to... Uh, pick them. Oh... <laughs> That's the Luca, in a LeBron-esque way, Luca is capable of winning any game. It's just stepping on the court and being that special but he can just win you the game. But gosh, I just I don't know. Literally, my note about the Jazz. Where is my Jazz note? Um, I just yeah, I have no idea what to think of these Jazz. That was it. I'm glad I had to reference that. I have that they were the best team all season in the regular season. They looked comfortable when they had Donovan Mitchell back. Which, by the way, you mentioned last, I think it was last time, you mentioned that mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell, he's a little too shot happy. Or he has That's been. who he is. And yeah. since you mentioned it, I've been noticing it a lot. But he mm-hmm. he takes a lot of early in the shot clock shots. He loves these long pull-up twos. So, that last postseason, he was incredible and was really the only source of Utah's offense. That he was mm-hmm. super high volume and they were struggling when he was off the floor Conley wasn't playing well Bogdanovich was back from or was like brushed back from an injury. So they really needed his scoring and Clarkson had really found his footing like he has. They needed his scoring and they got it in large numbers because he shot a ton. And and this year he they I don't know if they need it like that. Especially not in every game, in every quarter kind of a thing. That that you would like to see him getting other guys involved. And I think that could that as much as I love to use this phrase, I think he could shoot them out of a game or you know, they struggle yeah. because he shoots more than he ought to. But that's all that's all roundabout ways. So you're picking Dallas, Utah, you're picking it straight up. I'll yes. pick Utah. I'll pick Utah. Faith you- in the number oh. one seed. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm okay with that. Now Utah
0: Clippers. Okay. So I said that one too. Okay. Uh <laughs> I'll go Clippers six and a half. Utah. <laughs>
2: Yes, Utah.
1: I'll take Utah. I'll ride with Utah. And get to the conference finals.
0: Okay, okay. I just think if the, I guess we can talk about this if we look forward to the to the actual matchups. But if the Clippers survive this scare in the first round, it just feels like this is the big mental hurdle to get over. Oh, okay, sure. I mean, I don't know. Just finding their confidence again. I because I do think they are a better basketball team. They have better players, and talent will get you far, but I don't know. I just feel like the Clippers are a
1: much better basketball team. I think I agree. You mean then Dallas, right? Or then Utah? Who are they better than? Both. Oh, okay. Who are you referring to? I was referring to Utah. Utah, okay. I think, so here's the thing. Like you said, them getting confidence, I can definitely see that, that they just have to get over this first-round series. But I think one thing Utah is elite at is – that they have a lot of guys on the floor that can exploit mismatches, mm-hmm. and I just I think that as much of a trouble as Luca has given the Clippers, I think the five guys I I just, I just really like I think Quinn Snyder is a phenomenal coach, and I think they're right. going to play to their potential. I have a lot more faith in them than uh, the Clippers in terms of playing well or playing as well as they could. Right, it's hard to have faith in them. Let's if we're being oh, God, it is it is. Okay, we well, so, well, I'll be just in that, in either series, actually more so in the Clippers series, because the Clippers have had success going small. I'll be really interested to see how Rudy Gobert plays, what kind yes. of a factor he is against a small Clippers lineup.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah. I also, so Rudy Gobert is often thought of as the best drop defender, maybe in the history of basketball, but definitely in the NBA right now. And Ja lit him up in round one. Ja had no fear going to the rim, shooting yeah. little floaters in the paint. He is a lot more explosive and athletic than Luka, but Luka is a lot more talented around the rim. Crafty. So I just don't know. Yeah, but I don't know if it's if it was Jaws' quickness and athleticism that threw Gobert off as much. You know, like, what would it look like with Luka's skill set going to the hoop? Will it have the same effect as Jaws? That'd be my big question. I
1: I would have a hard time choosing against Luka Doncic right now, though. Yeah, that's so fair. That Luka and wouldn't hey, win that can, matchup. At this point, If if... You wake up in the Mavericks in the finals. I don't think it's that crazy. Just, just yeah. with uh, how well he's playing. In spite oh. of Kristaps, yeah. Oh God, yes. <laughs> that's why. That's why I didn't. I didn't bring up. I was more curious how Rudy Gobert will play against the Clippers because they'll just hide him on Kristaps, or, or they'll be a lot more confident putting him on Kristaps and then yeah. just bully him on the bully him on the offensive end and just run pick and rolls with Kristaps as the defender and Rudy Gobert <laughs> rolling in the basket. And good luck. Alright, that's enough what ifs. Let's talk to about what could have been. The uh two seven in the West, mm. the Lakers Suns. Mm. So the mm. Suns, the Suns won in six. And I, let's we're starting positive. We're staying positive. Uh wins and lessons. We're going with the lessons. <laughs> we're gonna stay positive. The Suns. Let's start with the Suns. How about that? I think um, that I think we owe it to the Suns. They earned the win. Mm. Let's start with the Suns. Start with the Suns. Yeah, uh, good for them. The yeah. Suns were great. They look absolutely good enough to win the West. They, yeah. My my thing, the biggest difference, and, and it's so easy to hindsight this, now that the Lakers have lost because the Lakers had questions all year, but uh, the Suns, like one of these teams was banged up all year. Their key players missed a ton of time. They had a ton of flux in the lineup, didn't get a lot of minutes together. And another team was healthy. Played together all year. Most of the team had been together for at least last year. So they had real cohesion and chemistry. Mm-hmm. The five-man lineups, the starting lineups for the Suns and some of the other lineups that played big minutes, were easily the most played lineups in the entire league. The lineups they played a lot were the most played lineups across the league by any team. which we, like They were a great unit. And the Lakers had all these questions about their roster. They were not a great unit. And... and that was very evident, again, in hindsight. But it looked like the, the Suns had chemistry. They played well together. They were in the right spots. They made shots when they made shots. And the, the Lakers were kind of in flux, especially defensively. The rotations for the yeah. Lakers were not there. So so the Suns were great. They were a great team. They played like it. Uh, Chris Paul, despite only having one arm, was still great. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, Boy. I mentioned whenever we were previewing series, like this is your welcome to the playoffs series, and he yeah. like eighty percent shooting from the series. I mean, bad news for him it doesn't get any easier going up against Nikola Jokic and that Demirnagas. But he was more than up to the challenge, and I I don't want to underestimate him in round two like I did in round one. But uh, Devin Booker has to be the star of the show. Mm-hmm. Incredible that that game six was he forty four forty seven points. I don't remember, yes. but he made his first six threes in the first quarter. I mean, incredible! Like it was a. We've said a few times. I've heard it said that that this playoffs is kind of a changing of the guard that the young stars are making themselves known, mm-hmm. and and I don't know. I mean, Luke has already been known. So for me, Devin Booker is kind of the guy that's announced himself. I mean, beating the Lakers and LeBron is a way to do it, but he he was incredible.
0: I just uh, to jump in, yeah, he he had forty seven, uh, just last night in Game Six, but. 22 in the first quarter, like that's unreal. The Lakers had 14 points. That, that was game easy. was over. It, that's what, yeah. That's what exactly what I thought at that point. I was like, well, well, at least I can go to bed early, and give it to up to the to the Suns. They knew what they wanted to do defensively. It was everyone should have a foot in the paint. If LeBron has the ball, dare somebody else to to be a knockdown shooter, and they weren't. And not to say that LeBron James was, you know, the LeBron James we've seen in the past, but. Uh, they were able to to slow him down, especially with Anthony Davis out of the line in and out of the lineup. So, congrats to them. They have really, really good shooters on this team. Yeah, And that's what you need in the postseason for sure. Besides, like Jay Crowder and Chris Paul were their two worst three point shooters of guys that take them consistently, which you wouldn't necessarily believe that. But Booker shot forty three percent campaign, forty two percent. Kale Bridges thirty eight percent. Cam Johnson,
1: 41%, and Torrey Craig, 36%. Well, then, I mean... Fantastic. Yeah, and now that you said Crowder and Paul were shooting poorly, Chris Paul was injured. He, he had a bad shooting right. soldier, so obviously he went not well. And Jake Crowder was awful in, like, the first three games. And but Tony he was super pissed. He was really good in the uh, in, in the games, especially game... I don't remember. God, I'm so bad with which games. But he definitely... He shot much better in the... Uh, as they close out the series, and especially mm. when... um when he he shot i think it was game 3 that he was terrible yes like one of nine or maybe one of nine. but he was terrible one of those games and the lakers dared him to keep shooting and he shot bad i don't have the stats for him but he was definitely better cuz i saw at least one mm-hmm. go in <laughs> yeah i mean the suns team
0: they they definitely earned this i know i know a lot of people said the suns team is really good and they felt that if they were in any other matchup other than the lakers uh playing against the defending champs, they would take them in the in the series. But I know a lot of people picked the Lakers to win the series. Um so credit to the Suns for, for blocking out the noise, just going to take care the of business. Hades. Yeah.
1: So why don't we we'll talk about the Lakers. Um we have to. The Lakers lose. <laughs> uh, they're out. First round exit. I, what I've I've noticed is, you know, there's two camps of people reacting to the Lakers loss. The first one is um that the Lakers were injured. It was a fluke season. You know, coming off a really short offseason, their two best players were banged up. Anthony Davis was obviously injured during the series and had no business playing in Game 6. Oh, God, I know. Played like 30 seconds and limped off. And he was terrible. I mean, he wasn't terrible. He was injured. And so, so you know, you get a camp of people saying, well, there's just bad injury luck. And then the other camp of people saying, well, no, actually, they were. this is a poorly constructed team, an aging superstar, like... The writing was, I was on the wall, this was not a well-put-together team, and they had issues, and then just the, the glamour of LeBron shone over all of the weaknesses, and they were finally mm-hmm. exposed, coming up against a good team. I mean, the answer is somewhere in the middle, right? Right. Because I, I don't think you can deny that, obviously, the Lakers being banged up all season means they don't get chemistry, and LeBron's not 100%, Anthony mm-hmm. Davis is not 100% coming into the series, but even that, like the they were, Lakers were up 2-1, and they were looking good in Game 4, yeah when Anthony Davis gets injured so even with all of the other issues Lakers had a really good chance to win the series if Anthony Davis doesn't go down right with an injury mid series and on the flip side
0: from game 1 Chris Paul's injury definitely had an impact on the series just the same you know so we got to kind of throw in both but we're talking about the Lakers this team I don't think it was a bad team this team started the season like 21 and 6 with everyone healthy you know like they were rolling. They looked like a team coming fresh off a championship and knowing that they were the champions, you know. And then it's it's an NBA season. Injuries happen, and you deal with it. Uh, they'll look to get those guys back next next year and make another run. I don't think I just hate how the people react every time after you know something goes wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one, it's the Lakers, and it's right. two, it's LeBron. So you're never going to have more unhappy groups of people looking for or not unhappy, unsatisfied, higher expectations. Mm-hmm. I do, I do think there, there are legitimate questions about how the roster was put together. Sure. I mean, here's the thing. So they were a bad three-point – I mean, their, weakest, their weakness last year going into the bubble was three-point shooting. They shot above their regular season average last year in the bubble, and even that wasn't great. They shot great for them in the bubble. And then they, if anything, they get worse. Like they lose Danny Green, who I I like big fun of Danny Green, but he's a real <laughs> three point shooter. They lose Danny Green. They they basically trade him for Dennis Schroeder, who's not a great, who's probably below average, close to average, below average three point shooter. So they get worse at shooting, and then the shooting disappeared. Like like mm-hmm. the shooting was below average in the regular season this year, and was terrible in the series. So right. Gasol was a great three point shooter in the series, but he didn't play didn't shoot enough to have an impact. Here's the percentages for you. LeBron was thirty seven percent, Schroeder thirty one percent, Caruso twenty nine, Wesley Matthews twenty eight, Markeith Morris twenty five, KCP twenty five, Taylor Horton Tucker twenty one, Anthony Davis eighteen, Cal Kuzma seventeen percent from three. Uh yeah, it's just so just there's no chance of winning like that. Yeah, so like you said that the Suns game plan defensively was just to pack in the paint. And nobody could punish him for doing it. Like mm-hmm. last year I feel like there was There was more of a – maybe not even a threat because teams still wanted to pack it in. But we could punish them more last year and it just didn't happen this year. So I don't know. Like as LeBron ages, he loses explosiveness, that athleticism that – it's harder for him to just blow by people. And when he does blow by the first guy, it's not like he can just jump over him like he could Mm -hmm. when he was 25. So it just gets harder to get to the rim as you get older, even if you're age-defying, well – the cracks might be finally showing that we thought LeBron would never age, but he might be finally. Right. These injuries he might be showing that a little bit. And so so I think there was two, going into this season, there was two avenues to how do we address that. And one is that we just try to surround him with more shooting, which, you know, shooting has never been more at a premium, and everybody wants shooters. So it's hard to find yeah. shooters, especially when you have a limited budget, limited mm-hmm. assets. The other option is to try to find somebody else to take the pressure off LeBron as a creator. And that's what they did. They went and got the shooter. Who was supposed to be a guy that you can give the ball to, or that when LeBron is out, you have him in running the offense and can create shots and be effective. Mm-hmm. And I think, like you said, they were great to start the season, and he was solid to start the season. He'd not, as a whole, definitely had a worse season than his sixth minute of the year candidacy last year. Last and he year. disappeared in like all but three halves worth of right. uh, games in this series, and he was terrible in a couple of these games. And, and um, so I don't know. I mean, I, we don't have to talk about. It. We'll talk about off season or where they go from here that's an off season topic, yeah but um yeah the the lack of cohesion, the lack of I hate Andrew Drummond, I hope he doesn't resign. I was very yeah. pissed when I got the do real... report mm-hmm. that they might uh might be looking to keep him around long term. He just doesn't feel like what I think is crazy is is I think that JaVale McGee, who right now is not seeing any minutes on this Denver nuggets team. Right. He's even just, basically sniffing the floor. I think he's a, he would've been better than Drummond. Absolutely. This year. I Completely agree. That just he just Drummond just didn't fit. I mean, we've talked about it. Whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, but but to double down and say he's part of the future plans, like that that we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Don't release that either the day of games yeah, or know. the day after. I don't know. I don't was, know but. what
1: the um like angle. Even if it is right. tr- even if it, if it is or not true. Like what are you uh are you trying to sign in trade? Like create yeah. value for him. I don't know what uh, why would you announce you want to keep him around? I don't know what that does for you. From a uh let's, an excess you know nose. Let's just, standpoint. let's just
0: block that out of our in our minds for now. We'll worry about that. Alright, cool.
1: Uh, but congrats to to Phoenix, Chris Paul. If he bucket flames bucket?
0: out I'm gonna be pissed. Me too. <laughs> well I just said I, oh yeah, we can get into it. But let's let's jump over to who they'll be playing in round two. Yes. Uh, Nuggets Blazers, three seed Nuggets, advance. They win games five and game six. To win it uh, 4 to 2. And game five was one of the greatest basketball games in recent memory, in my mind. I mean, uh, it was on late at night. I know plenty of people like myself should have been sleeping, but instead we're staying up and
1: watching great basketball. What were you going to say? I don't know. I don't remember. It was a great game. An all time, like legitimately all time playoff game. 55, yes. the first 55 and 10 game in yes. playoff history. And, well, and not I mean, even that. He shot 17 of 24 from the field. That is that's and what was unreal. he? He was like, like twelve of seventeen for three like, or something yeah. like that too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. He tied, he broke the record for uh threes in a playoff game.
1: Yeah, it was um, yeah. it was an all. Oh, that's Damon Lillard, by the way. I don't know if we, Did we ever mention <laughs> that. I think we said Dame. I think we said it, it was an all-time. <laughs> this game, game five, game five was an all-time make somebody else beat you game. That that mm-hmm. just like if there were ever a time to just throw a double at somebody and get it out of his hands, and they didn't, and he kept. Punishing him. So yeah, fifty five is it fifty five and ten? Was that the total? Yeah. Yep. And he had he had a a three in the end of regulation to send it to overtime, and a three mm-hmm. like spin cycle on himself, mm-hmm. three at the end of overtime to send it to double overtime. It, it
0: was. It was. And you just had this feeling. At least I did, and I know plenty of people did that. Obviously, you know where the ball is going, and you just have this feeling that it's going in, and. There's nothing you can do yeah, to stop. Him. That
1: was why. That's what I'm talking about. The get out of somebody's hands game. Get yes. out of his hands game. Like if I'm watching on the couch, with Cheeto stains on my shorts, and I know the ball is <laughs> going to go to Damon. He's going to shoot a three. Like what are you? What are these coaches being paid a ton of money, and these players that are millionaires? Like what are we? What are we doing against? I mean, yeah.
0: Are if you send a double, you're leaving someone open. So let's say you double off CJ McCollum. I'm like I like my chances more uh, of a CJ McCollum wide open shot at the buzzer than I do Dame. I mean Melo missing and fault. Yeah, Melo yeah, missed fall. two wide open threes, like either yeah. at the end of the regulation or at the end of like. yeah. That they just. This they, is important to note. So in the two overtime periods, non Damian Lillard Blazers were one of 14 from the field. Like just make someone else beat you, get it out of his hands. Yeah,
1: make someone else make a shot. Yeah, because uh, they clearly showed they could not in a, in the overtime yeah. periods. It was an incredible game. I I loved the stat of. The Blazers. I don't remember what the game six was, but the Blazers were a two and three through the first five games, and the two games they won were the two games that Yusuf Nurkic did not foul out. (laughs) So all they have to do keep him on the court, and they will win the game. He got so in this double overtime game, he fouled out with like nine minutes left in the game in regulation. Yeah. Yes, in regulation, three offensive fouls. One of them, the last offensive one, was brutal. It was one where he just sets a screen, and Austin Rivers just runs his face straight Mm -hmm. into. Nurk just his shoulder and bounces off and it's foul. That one would piss me off. That's just a fun stat for Nurk. Fun. And I don't know. So back to Dame. I don't know. I mean, he had some weird cryptic tweet or Instagram or whatever. Yeah. He's, he's I mean, it very he has no interest in leaving. But if he ever leaves or if he ever talks about leaving, this might be the game, this game five that we look back on as a like a, a Damian Lord, what do I do game? Like how do like, I? get me out of here type. Yeah. yeah. Like what else can I do? Yeah. To win. um, And then, yeah, so game six, went on. it was a good game. Competitive. Dame was like 0 for 8 or 0 for 9 in the fourth. I mean, just, just gassed. Yeah, yeah. Like the wheels just, finally I'm fell sure off. I'm sure
0: was like dejected after that. Like doing yeah. everything humanly possible yep. just to still lose. Yep. Yeah, so. Um, and other than Jokic uh, is incredible. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, Dame and... and Damon Yoke is just battling it out as great television because uh, for the two completely opposite styles of basketball, <laughs> they couldn't be further yeah. apart. Yeah, and they're both just so dominant. But here's what I would not have expected uh, to say at the start of the series: the second best guard in the series, Austin Rivers. No, Monte Morris. Are you sure? Is the what popped in my head? Yes. <laughs> Austin Rivers hit very timely shots. He did. I Monte really liked Morris those was, curves. yeah, yeah. Especially the game he had twenty five. Well, but,
1: CJ struggled. CJ McCollum yes. struggled all series.
0: Yeah, Monty Morse was... Um, he was just so solid. Every yeah. time he was in there, him and Jokic just operating the pick and roll, putting Nurk in horrible positions, positions to foul out, and still scoring like over 15 points a game. And I think it was like six assists. Just incredible stuff for him. As a as a normal backup point guard, he still filled that role, but he's playing behind two guys that are <laughs> that are also on the bench. So... Credit to the Nuggets for fighting through their injury problems and, and advancing. They're the only team uh that
1: were in the conference finals last year to keep, still be playing. Yeah, and I mean Jokic is a huge part of that. Even without I I think that's a big takeaway is the boy, this team would be title contenders with Jamal Murray. I, <laughs> that's what that was my that was my
0: lead of the like we'll uh, the next 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 round. Yeah. It's it sucks. But
1: but it really yeah, sucks. Yeah, and Jokic is is so. I think you've mentioned this, but just him. I mean, he's so tall, keeps the ball high. Double teams do nothing to him or for him. The like, greatest
0: passing big man I've ever
1: seen. If you if you hard trap him on a double, he just passes out of it. If you like, kind of center field half double it. Like there was one play where where he got posted up, and I mean credit to like um, Robert Covington and even Carmelo sometimes for having the guard <laughs> when a Nurkic came out. They were playing the five and trying to guard Jokic, but. One of those times where one of those guys is on him and he catches it mid post and there's guy under the basket kind of half mm-hmm. half showing help. He he's he's literally like a you know pre snap quarterback pointing having guys yeah. move around and then he like flicks a pass to the opposite corner for three. That's just it's just I don't know how you stop it. I don't know what you do mm-hmm. about it or about how how good of a uh, creator he is. But yeah, so just segue into uh yeah. Sun's Nuggets. Yeah. So you picked the line here. I do, okay. Um, I hate that six and a half is just so easy to pick. I know, it's I know. It's just the default. But yeah, I'm going to go Suns, six and a half. Okay. Suns, six and a half. I, I'll take the Suns. You know what? Okay. No, I want the Nuggets. Okay. I want the Nuggets. I want the Nuggets. I should be writing these down. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what, was, nice. what was the first round? Uh, It was straight up versus Mavs. I, I took Utah both times. Mm-hmm. Mavs and yeah. it was Clippers six and a half.
0: Yeah, and then Clip. seven six and a half. So my first thing here. Yeah, yeah, you you go you go. You just you just battled against one of the best scoring guards in basketball. It doesn't get any easier for the Nuggets. Now we're going with uh, a literal walking flamethrower of Devin Booker right now um, to pick you guys apart. So, but this team also has players around Devin Booker that are that are <laughs> capable of making shots. And they've shown that in the first round, so <clears throat> the D- Nuggets defense is really gonna have to step up. This team is gonna put um, Jokic in pick and roll after pick and roll. They the Suns obliterated the Lakers with it. They're gonna do the same thing to the Nuggets. They're gonna force Jokic to actually try to make a decision on defense. And to the to the Blazers credit in round one, I think it had an effect on Jokic just from a fatigue standpoint of. Of continuously being in every single screen, screening action. Um, the the Suns are definitely going to do that to him in this round. Deandre Eaton, we talked. We just talked about it not too long ago. The welcome to the the playoffs. Get the defending champs. You win. All right, you're playing. You're matching up against the MVP. Have at it, bud. That just that sucks for
1: him. <laughs> yeah, I mean the scary thing for the um, for that is. Like what we saw with Portland, when their main guy goes out, it's either you throw a worst defensive big man of all time, his mm-hmm. Kanter, or a small forward <laughs> at him. They're playing hollis Hollis-Jefferson, who was in rotation. <laughs> yeah. And the Suns aren't much better, that it's going to be stretch four, Dario Saric, or Frank the Tank Frank himself. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I mean, Nurkic is so stupidly physical that, that he mm-hmm. does it to himself a lot, but... We'll see if they try to put DeAndre Ayton in those uncomfortable situations where he might get in foul trouble as well. I do love – one thing that I love the Blazers were doing was they were just going – Nurkic was just playing minute for a minute with um, with Jokic. Yeah. So Nurkic only played when Jokic was on the floor and he Couldn't came out when up. Jokic was off the floor. Yeah. But, I mean, that's what, like I, – I, I would be interested to see if the Suns do something similar. That they're so disadvantaged when um, Ayton leaves the floor from a defensive center standpoint mm-hmm. that they might do the same thing. I I think I think the big difference for me is that the Suns are just really good defensively, and yeah. that um, they rotate really well. But they have a lot of good wing length, where the Blazers don't really have good defensive wings. They have a lot of guys that like to shoot threes. So there is talk of Will Barton maybe being
0: available here to start oh, right. this, yeah. Which to start round two, which would provide the Nuggets with some more, at least some more depth at that guard position. I don't know. I. Is the Compazzo Rivers Morris combination? Did they just play above themselves in this in this first round? I don't know. I mean, they looked good at, at times. They looked pretty bad, but the Will Barton would definitely help from a scoring and defensive standpoint, and at least just getting more talent on the court. So that way you're not playing Marcus Howard. So I think the Nuggets really appreciate getting him back. Uh, like I said, I like I like the Nuggets in this series uh, to make it at least go seven.
1: Okay, you can you can think that for sure. God, I had a thought. Well, that's I
0: what I well, That's what of, I that's what I put down on the line. <laughs> you did. Yeah, let's talk about Jamal, how
1: interesting the series would be. With Jamal oh, oh, it would be. Is that I, what it was? Boy, no, the Nuggets be really good. Oh, Michael Porter Jr. That was my thing. Uh, I I am so high on Michael Porter Jr. I have mm-hmm. I have been chugging the Kool Aid that I don't I don't remember a wing player that can get off his shot as easily as he does. <laughs> That it's it's I mean like Kevin Durant is so incredible, but he's so smooth and like just fundamentally sound with his footwork and his timing and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mike Porter Jr. just gets to a spot and then finds a way to elevate and get his shot up and over you. That's what I'm saying. It's it's incredible. And I he was great. I think he what he almost like he was close to the franchise record for points in a quarter. His first quarter quarter
0: was insane. He was he started six for six from three. I think. He went six for seven in the quarter, twenty two points. Uh, it, it, to be to be completely honest, he was the only reason the the Nuggets were even hanging around after the first quarter. But yeah, twenty two points
1: in the first quarter. Yeah, but he's great. I I mean, he's going to get a much tougher look, and I think that's that. That was my that was my point. I think that'll be a difference. I think they'll really make an uncomfortable for him. I think mm-hmm. they'll they'll be physical with him. They'll try to push him out of the spots and. And um, I think he will be much less of a factor in this series, which is one of the reasons why I like the Suns. Yeah, cool. Should we flip over to the East? Yes, East, West. We probably need to hurry up. Where were we at for time? Yeah, I was just thinking that too. A good thing the East sucks and we don't care. That's true. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let's go. One eight. Sixers. Wizards. Uh. Wizards good sucks, job, are Good. Good job, Wizards. Not getting swept. So that I win this one. Pissed me off. Yeah. So um. So in this side, you won Hawks Knicks. And I won the other three. So it's 5-3 mm-hmm. as a series score so far. So yeah, Sixers, Wizards. Sixers win in five. Wizards get yeah. one back just to avoid the sweeps that I win. Because Seth picked <laughs> the sweep. <laughs> um, I I mean, Joel Embiid is the story here. If, uh. Which, by the way, we haven't mentioned this. Might have been the craziest, just what was supposed to be a slow news day in basketball history. Mm-hmm. That in this, what did we get? We got Joel Embiid has a partially torn meniscus. We got Coach Kate retiring. Danny Ainge is out. Danny Ainge out, and Brett Stevens yep. promotes himself. That's right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's a crazy. We haven't talked about that, but that's a like. Have you ever heard about that? That the team is struggling so much. The head coach gets promoted. He's like, well, let's get him out of there. Maybe yes. we will switch things up. Maybe, yeah. if, maybe if we give more responsibility, we'll do better. Yeah. Yeah. So Danny Ainge is out. I don't. I still think it's kind of crazy. Like. He pulled off the best trade in the last however many years. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of fired because they didn't do enough with their assets. But like, I mean, so think about it. Like, you trade for Kyrie Irving, which at the time was a no-brainer. It was a great move. It's, it was still a pretty yeah. good move in hindsight. It was actually still a great move with Isaiah Thomas. You know, Bain-Banked sucks. Up, brain, yeah. But, but yeah. So then, And then they trade down to draft Jason Tatum, which at the time was mocked. I was mocking it. They trade out of number one to get Drayson Tatum. Uh, they draft Jalen Brown, which I think he was. I don't remember who was one, two in that draft. Was that a? Uh, Ingr- it was Brandon Ingram Brandon and uh, Ben Simmons. No, Ben Simmons and Brandon Ingram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I remember that draft that there was a clear one and two, and there was not. I no one had any idea who was going to go three. He was a pure upside pick, and obviously he's been mm-hmm. great. You you signed Gordon Hayward, which is was a great signing, and then you know. You just don't win. <laughs> You're, you do a Things great job. Happen. Yeah, Heyward, they. I mean, fractures. Is the Gordon Hayward broken foot is huge. A huge what if in NBA history. Um, and then yeah, they they you know, let some guys walk. Like you had to. Kyrie didn't want to stay. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't do anything about that. Couldn't pay Al Horford. Sixers oh way overpaid for him. So he had to let him walk. Oh god. Yeah. I mean, what else? I mean, even the signing a Walker, like. It was Kemba Walker or Terry Rogier. And at the time, everyone thought they picked right. Like, no one would fault them for that. It's and yeah, and back. they had to make up the loss for Kyrie Walking, which is what,
0: yeah. that, what that seemed like. It was, you know, you're filling that void. I mean, I, as much as I like to make fun of him, I think he made sound decisions. But it's like the, the lack of unloading these, what you've stockpiled. Yeah, did, didn't want at to try to point, really cash that in. Yeah, you want to cash that in didn't yeah, want
1: some point. I agree. That's a good point. Uh but yeah, that's it's wild. We'll see. I don't know. Brad Stevens front office. He still I think he still looks like he's like twenty nine years old. So it's just we yeah, it's just we I, I would never expect him to be in that kind of position. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, but But yeah, the Sixers won. <laughs> Sixers won. Oh, my other side of our note. Coach K, like what a baller move for Coach K announcing it's like announcing it's his last year. Farewell tour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like I mean, it's like Kobe versus Tim Duncan. Like Kobe announces in like November. Yeah, December. I'm retiring at the end of the year. Gets a giant farewell tour. Mm -hmm. That same or is it the same year or was it maybe the year I don't know. Tim Duncan just announces he's done at the end of the season. Like, by the way, I'm not coming back. So nothing for him. And this is like 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 Roy Williams just says, I'm out, I'm done. Mm -hmm. At the end of the season. And it's like everyone's like, Oh, good job, Roy. Good career. Heck of a career. And then but Coach K is about to get one hell of a farewell tour. (laughs) It's gonna be it's gonna be something. It's gonna be spectacle. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, but so all in one day, out of nowhere, the crazy Celtics front office drama, Coach K retiring, Julian Embiid potentially partially partially torn meniscus. This is the story, Seth. Give me the uh, sports medicine. What's happening here? I Do mean, you know, <laughs>
0: I, I, I've never heard of a meniscus tear being a day to day injury. That's the right. that was the first thing that stuck out to me. It so the meniscus is like, like tearing it is like when you come down and your knee twists you have the meniscus. So they can clean that up. Uh it's going to be painful. I mean very painful. I can I, I saw today that that they like the media after their practice today Dwight Howard said Joel Embiid looks like Joel Embiid on the court. I I just
1: I don't know. I, I feel like it's right. not possible. <laughs> if it was like if they had said sprained knee or a banged up knee I'm fine. No problems. We're not talking about this. uh, James Wiseman tore his meniscus. That's missed the rest of the season. Well, I know there's there's different levels of meniscus tears. Right. Yes. Not all are created equal. Separate but equal. It's Yeah. It's a tear. And these things require surgery. And these things take time to heal. Is this – is he – so is he just a ticking time bomb of it's going to tear worse? Because that's all I can think of. I mean I would be very – I would be a
0: lot – so I would be way more afraid to put Joel Embiid out there than I would be to put Anthony Davis out there, compared of what their injuries were. Just from what you hear of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Just by yeah, just by knowing what the the injuries are. Uh, but I mean, they threw Anthony Davis out there, and he looked I mean, horrible. They sure tried to throw him out there. Yeah. I mean, if they throw Joel Embiid out there, and I, I just if something were to to go wrong, they would always be like, "What if?" Could we have sat him out for one more? You know, a few more games. I don't know. I I just don't know. I don't. I don't think I'd risk it with your franchise center. But this is also feels like their best opportunity to win a
1: championship. Yeah. The problem so. is if he's if he sits, they're not going to win. Like they might yeah. not even beat. They. I wouldn't pick them to beat the Hawks if he sits. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, I'm picking the series. Which double, by the way, I don't know if you've done your math on what that means you're picking, but I'm very excited to not have to pick that. Ooh. Shh. Okay. Uh. Okay. So. Well, so okay, so Sixers win. They were great. Uh, Seth Curry, shout out Seth Curry, yeah. thirty point game. I, I I might start keeping a tally of which Curry brother is scoring more in this playoff series. That I can keep people updated on. Yeah. I think Seth is winning right now, but I'm not sure. I'll have to check the numbers. But um, uh, sh- can I can I jump in the shout out? Shout out to Daryl Morey
0: for tampering, I'm taking a fine for that. Did you see this? No. It was uh, Steph said something. To post on Instagram about uh, Seth's performance. Darren Mori uh, tweeted about it and said, join them. Oh, and they just got fined for
1: tampering? For tampering, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's pretty funny. That is going Okay. So, yeah, so he was great. I mean, they're going to – if if Embiid is not 100%, which he's not, he has a tear in the fibers in his leg, they're going to need to be great. The other, the other Sixers, really no problem with the Wizards. Other side was uh, Hawks, Knicks, which was much less close than you would hope for in a 4-5 series. Uh, Trey Young, in, in Game 5, the closeout game, Trey Young didn't shoot great from the field, but got to the free throw line a million times. Still controlled mm-hmm. the game. Still the best player on the floor the entire series. Uh, Jewish Randle, I don't know what he shot, but it was terrible. 8 he, of 21. I mean, in this in the total series. Oh. It was terrible. Oh. We don't have to look it up. Um, He was bad. Just know it was bad. Yeah, he... If there ever was a... A team's version of Draymond Green calling Kevin Durant in the parking lot, saying, "Come help me. I'm scared. I need you to win us championships." It would be just the Knicks being like, "Look at us. We have a solid foundation. We can make the playoffs. We just need a superstar to come help us." Like, like mm-hmm. they, oh, are gonna be, they are going to be. Exactly, they are going to be exactly. They're going to be free agent hunting. Like you would not yeah. believe this offseason, which to be honest, there's no free agents available. No good free agents. Yeah. That is. But um, they really looked out class pretty much the whole series and like you said we were a bad hawks shooting half away from a sweep. So the hawks move on we have hawks sixers this is my note for this isn't beat healthy sixers no problem if not maybe problem. <laughs> wow, right to the point. How do you how do you uh... React to that well, I,
0: I need, I need to, I need to know what the line oh, is right, before, line I end, but before I really show my hand. Here. Oh, that's good.
1: Um, see, I don't know, dude. If if Joel Embiid plays, I'm just thinking out loud. I would, I would say five and a half, no problem. Sixers. Okay. I would give, but I mean, if if I think if Joel was healthy, if I thought he was healthy, not if he plays, because mm-hmm. I'm sure he's going to try to play or he's going to play some. <sighs> like if he wasn't, I would pick the Hawks. Yeah. If I, you know. That wouldn't. I don't think that'd be wrong. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go six and a half. Six or six and a half. Okay, Only, give me the Hawks. Okay, the okay. Hawks. You're betting he's not going to be healthy. Yeah. What but would yeah, you? I, what would you think if he was healthy? If we weren't talking about the injury? You know, I don't know. This this fascinates me because should we talk about that? Because I don't know. I don't want to spend the whole time. What if? What's he going to look like?
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I guess just the matchups are fascinating for me. Based on, so they started Ben Simmons at center in game five, just to point that out. This, this is, is hilarious. Um, yes. Matisse Thibol moved into the starting lineup. That lineup gives them a crazy amount of defensive versatility. But I'm just, I, I don't know who's going to guard Trey Young. Like Ben Simmons is, seems like the obvious choice just because he's a great defender. Uh, but without Embiid, you kind of, I mean, do you put him on Capella? Because else, who else guards Capella? But if Thiebel's moving in the starting lineup, you would, I assume he gets the Trey assignment. I think so. Just because he's one of your best defenders and doesn't provide all that much offensively. Um, he's going to be running around Trey the entire entire game. So it just feels like it lessens the load on someone's like, someone like Ben Simmons or Danny Green. But then, and who guards Ben Simmons? It's got to be Clint Capella, I'm assuming. If, if Simmons is going to sit in the dunker spot, that's a win for the Hawks. Capella's just going to be, be able to be there and help like he did all Knicks series. So I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of moving parts here that I'm not sure exactly how it's going to play out. And I guess Embiid is kind of the it, whether he plays or not is kind of the biggest factor here, right?
1: Obviously. And so you mentioned Simmons. What's incredible, and we'll see how much this trend continues, is in Game Four, the game the Wizards won. Ben Simmons did not touch the ball in the last two minutes of the game because the Wizards yeah. were intentionally fouling. They would foul yeah, him, him night. The, <laughs> they would they would foul him night. It was like because you can't intentionally foul with under two minutes left. But so with like 220 left and they're up four, they just grab him like off, mm-hmm. of, a, off of a rebound. Mm-hmm. So that they're, they're just saying, we'd like our chances of you not making two of two and we'll go down and score, which is incredible. I mean, it's just, just an insane thought that that's I, efficient. And it worked out. It's... The Wizards won the game. But then yeah. so so going with on that, Simmons wasn't involved in the offense at all. Like mm-hmm. you said, he was in the dunker spot. That was the only place he was. They only the only time they wanted him to touch the ball was if he was about to shoot a layup, because the Wizards would grab him on the touch inside of and two. And as a point guard, you know? yeah, exactly. So, like you said, like what's he going to look like? What's his matchup going to look like? What's he going to do offensively, especially if there's no Embiid? I, I just mm-hmm. I, I'm very curious to see how he's going to play or how the Hawks are going to play him.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, it's going to be a very. It's weird, weirdly going to be a great series. I never thought that this would be what I'd be looking forward to in the second round. Uh, but I am. This is gonna be a fun right. series definitely. and then and
1: then one other thing, so the Knicks could not expose Trey Young defensively because Reggie Bullock can't go off bounce. Yeah, can't dribble. Yeah. so and I don't know if the Sixers have a better option to challenge him if they hide him on like Matisse Dyball or, or just Seth Curry Dan- and just Danny say Green. chase him around See screens. see
0: I would say it's it's either going to be Dyball if he's in the starting lineup or Danny Green. I just think Seth Curry's too dynamic with the ball. They can at least they can at least put him in uh, ball screens. Danny Green's not going in ball screens. That's 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 where you want to keep Trey far from. <laughs> you want to keep him out of any action they can. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I
1: mean, that I mean that'll I, be interesting. I don't if the if the I mean the Knicks couldn't do it. I don't think the Sixers have that much better of a chance. But I'm sure they'll right. try. Right. But all right now. Oh yeah. Well yeah. Let's move on. Is that your now? Now let's move on. But all right no. now. No, now, no. I was just saying something different, but that's okay. Well, no, yeah. Go ahead. Well, we're here. Well, we'll just cut it if it's stupid. Just with with Capella, it's stupid. We're cutting it.
0: Capella was able to help Trey defensively by being by Trey's like, all right, blow by me. That's fine. I know Capella's staying at the rim. If Embiid plays, he's gonna be able to draw Capella out of, away from the rim a little more, and they're gonna have to ask Trey to step up a little more, or ask Capella to step up a little more and and rely on rotations at the backside. So. It sounds dumb to say, it, or because, it's so, because it's so obvious and simple, but Joel Embiid changes this whole
1: series. Can you believe mm, that? I can't. That wasn't <laughs> stupid. I apologize. Take it back. All right. We need hey, to move Tony. on. We need to move on. Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Gosh. How did we get here? Uh, sweep by Milwaukee. We knew that. Sweep we by knew Brooklyn. That. Yep.
0: Celtics suck. Uh, I figured out, I'm just going to call him, I don't know if I've heard this before, but I decided his name is Jason Takeham because he is not afraid to put him up. That's great. That's actually really good. Yeah. Thank
1: you. Oh, Thank fun you. names. What was um Anthony Dade to Davis? I heard
0: <laughs> for him, which I thought that was funny. That's good. That's good. Yes. Uh yeah. Celtics suck We're we know that. Uh he got blasted, we know that. Let's just move should we just move on? I think we, t- did yeah. we what did we talk what did we miss in the series? I don't I care. think so. Nothing. Cool. We already roasted the heat. And Jason Tatum didn't put up 50 the next
1: game, so that was what he needed to uh, All right. We- Is this so Brooklyn Milwaukee? People are calling this the finals, or this is the finals, because the winner of this is favored to win the championship. I agree. I, especially yeah. with the Lakers gone and Joel Embiid being a question mark. I'm so excited for this series. <laughs> don't, I don't, am just... too. This is, yeah. The most and exciting... this is the series pick. that you pick. Yeah, pick them. Give me Milwaukee. No problem. Give me the okay. bucks. Give me the bucks. Dang it, I thought if I I thought Give if I dangled bucks. it out there. I thought if I I might have taken six there. and a half. I might have taken six and a half.
0: This is my uh on my very intro to the playoff podcast, this is what I said. I love I love the Bucks. I think they have a chance to do it. And then I said that Barkley said it and then I had to take it back. Yep. I'm, but, yeah. I, but I'm still on that I'm still on it. Uh, I want to see what this matchup looks like. I will say the Dante Divincenzo injury does hurt. Mm-hmm. It is gonna. It, it just changes matchups defensively, I think, and we'll see how the Bucks counter. But this is a true heavyweight fight. Every game is going to be like down to the wire. I feel just two teams, two great teams battling back and forth. The, if you're gonna watch any playoff matchup or any playoff series, watch this one.
1: Hundred percent. And so, like you said, the the Divincenzo injury hurts. Especially because the guy that's been starting in his place, Bryn Forbes, is nowhere near... I mean, Dante's not a lockdown defender by any means, but Bryn Forbes struggles defensively. And so that's where you're really going to miss him because turns out Broken has good guards. Like I said, this is going to be incredible. This I said this last week, or last pod, that this is a now or never time for Giannis to shine because like, this is the best team you're going to play all playoffs. And you are never going to have a better matchup, as in they don't have anybody to competently guard you. So if yeah. – like like Giannis should be looking to average like 35 and 14. You know, you right. know what I mean? If he – because I, he could just be an absolute monster in and around the rim. And I'm very excited to see if this is kind of his put-up-or-shut-up game series for me. I My question is, and I ask you guys this, Seth, is how how do the Bucks match up defensively? Because I don't think Giannis is a great fit for Durant. So they're going to put Holiday on Durant, I imagine. Yeah, that's why I think the
0: DiVincenzo injury was so bad, because I think he would have got the Kyrie assignment to start Middleton on Harden, uh, Drew on KD. I think, you know, Giannis is a a reigning defensive player of the year. We can't discredit that, but I would like to save his minutes on KD until that, like, absolutely necessary. Yeah, and I mean... If he's he's just using his size to get over Drew, you know, as a a counter for, for it, but... It looks like they might have to start that way this series.
1: Well, honestly, he's never been, Giannis's never been like an elite on ball defender. He's just been so versatile, is what makes him such a great defender. And that's not the antidote for a a three level scorer like Durant. (laughs) So I I imagine they're just going to hide, um, Giannis on, God, who? Joe Harris? How do they, how do we match up? That's actually a great question because, because if they start
0: their, they've been starting the small ball lineup with Blake, um, you're going to have yeah, to put then, Lopez on Blake. Yeah, yeah. but so then
1: Giannis, you can't put him on Joe Harris because someone's going to chase Joe Harris around. Screw it. Put him on KD. Let's just go. I, I like, think it's going to have to from the start.
0: I actually and love it. I actually love it. So so that means I, – I would assume they start Pat Connaughton in, in this series just because he fits similarly with what DiVincenzo did,
1: and that leaves Brinston the, on the bench for, for bench scoring. Yeah. But, uh, Not to mention that is a heck of a – um, Brooke Lopez aside, they're gonna be comfortably switching anything because mm-hmm. it's just scary offensive players everywhere, so might as well switch yes. it. Yes.
0: Yes. Uh yeah. Um I would assume that the Bucks take advantage of the Kyrie matchup, assuming he's guarding Drew Holiday with post ups is what I would imagine. What I think would be most effective. Because they're gonna have to send if 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 Drew Drew's a great post scorer for a guard, if he gets good position. They're gonna to have to send two to help Kyrie, or at least shade that way. It's gonna leave somebody open. It's gonna create open looks. So I would I would be prepared to see a decent amount of that if they, my, you know, if they need
1: a bucket. Here's my advanced strategy for the for the uh, Bucks. They put whoever the worst defensive guard is. They put him on Kyrie, and just hope Kyrie eyes get massive and thinks he can score fifty. <laughs> and so he shoots forty times a game and gets the ball out of Harden and Durant's hands. You know, that's, that's not it's not half bad. That's idea. my that's my strategy yeah just hope Kyrie implodes and don't let him else. Um, I think
0: I think it's not it has not been mentioned as much but but the Jeff Green injury his yeah. plantar fasciitis injury that hurts cuz they love to do Play him at, him at, the, at five. the small ball five yeah, yeah. for sure and, and Blake and, and, is just
1: not Jeff Green defensively uh, yeah
0: and to see like Kim and PJ Tucker as as both small ball fives at the same time I think it would just be a, a a great sight to see I would love it um both teams could throw out a great small ball uh lineup but it doesn't sound like he's gonna be, like he like he's eyeing a return anytime soon. Right, which, that's what I thought. Which we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Okay, okay. So you picked you picked Bucks straight up. Give me the Bucks. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna be rooting for them.
1: Okay. I might as well have picked them. That's true. Uh,
0: I win. I win either way. How
1: about that? The Bucks win. I feel good about myself. Yep. That's true. Okay. Okay. That's, that's true. sweet. Cool. Um. All right. So like I said, we don't know how it's, it's happening. Right? Doesn't it? Isn't I the game it was going? Oh, was it eight thirty? I thought it was 7.30. 30 Eastern. Okay, that game's happening. Uh, any other notes? No Splasher Pass because that's more work. I Don't want to do it. Oh, 8 o'clock. Okay. Uh, no Splasher Pass. Did I have any other notes?
0: Oh, Luke I did. Finally got 50 in
1: the playoff game tonight. Yes, yeah. that was incredible. It's about time. Um, <laughs> here's my here's my other note, Seth. I, I Austin Rivers. Yeah, where has he come from? Made some threes. <laughs> my note. For, well, the, the reason that I wanted to bring this up that I forgot to. My note for him was. We can find it. Oh, like he's he's fine. He's making shots when they need him to. The ball sticks with him too much that he doesn't rotate. He takes some bad shots. He dribbles too much. Our coach, what was? The, didn't our coach have a term for like when the ball sticks oh, to you? Yes. And I, I couldn't think of what it is. Um,
0: I have no idea. Kyle, if you're listening to this, let us know.
1: <laughs> when he when he kills the you just kill the offense flow. Ball stopper was that it? Ball stopper. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh. Ball stopper and butter. Don't forget about butter. Wow,
1: no, how can you forget butter? All right, oh, oh uh, <laughs> good. Good app. Round two. Yeah. Yes, we Let's be able to watch games live. Which way, NBA live. TV? Why are we Trash. doing this? <laughs>
0: they're,
1: they're putting prime time playoff games behind a paywall. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not they think they the MMA. I'm not watching these. They have two games on at the same time, and I can't even have them on two screens because I'm not paying for NBA TV.
0: Right, exactly, and I mean people that, especially the people that don't have league pass. This is what it must feel like every every night when they just can't watch games <laughs> that they want to watch. That's,
1: that would suck. Brutal. All right, all right. Good app. This is too long because they're all too long. <laughs> we're working on it. I probably. Swear we're on it. Probably. Do you know what I noticed? Was that the audio clip that I use to play our outro? At some point, I cut off the first like ten seconds where he says it's the remix. So that's oh. a bummer so you're so you're gonna hear that this time around because we're I'm okay. resurrecting that sweet all right Logan Martin play us out kid
2: History- STL derby I'm like magic to Kareem, man You tell me I ain't worthy I ain't speaking about Georgia I'm speaking about income Did it Elizabeth? Here comes the big one I put my money in your community you got your budget I want my ass with your advance To the toilet and flush it My last dance be a stance Of general custard I hot dog cause I can I got cheese and mustard I got the stats of a Hall of Famer and just two records. That's why I'm back up at the Super Bowl with Julius Peppers. I got that can't stop, won't stop in my veins. That's why they can't stop, won't stop screaming my name. Log, log, in, log in, in, go tell your friends to tell your friend. I'ma keep the same and whether I lose or win. Over down ten, I'ma fight to the end. Let's go, ain't no way they can stop me now. Okay. i champion, if I'm a 50s of my veins, it's too much to be running, I'ma get, I'm what, get I what I can anymore, even if my blood, my sweat, and my tears don't mean nothing, it's the blood of a champion, it's the heart of, it's the heart of, and me, I'm the first pick, the first round, signing bonus, profound, playing for the hometown, ripping for the home ground. and get bottle like of Michael red. tell him again, I get a bottle like Michael red. heard what I said, Tested, still the same, I'm shooting out from my rain with Peyton many time aim Can stop me from scoring So the results are just hacking So there's three of us now, me, AI, Shaq. I'm gonna look through the eyes. I say Harvard man with more heart than hallmark on Valentine's Day. I'm the one that can have been raving about. My Ray Lewis, I think it's hard to go and change your route. Cause you don't know if I'm losing or if I'm sitting the ring. Waiting on you to drug trip and drop back and throw up a pig maneuver. I know way they can up I know way they can up It. It's hard, work pays off, then easy work is worthless. My work, it ain't no heaven, man. I do it on purpose. I push myself to the limits of my talent to surface. So now it's curtains and trades on anybody who hates. disliking what I'm reciting, biting what I've been writing. I've been down by scratching and clawing on every hate. Trying to make you remember me like you remember the times. Cause I'm a warrior. My daddy was a soldier. I've like been at with been dirty, thought i yeah. I'm supposed to rip up your town at Teriosis, hitting like Volgers, man. I'm young, white, and rich, as good as it gets. And giving your point guard fierce he thinks he's done seeing pressure man, but he ain't seen. Shh. Shh. Ain't no way they can know. 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 Ain't no ain't way. They- way